You're listening to the UAMS AgeWise podcast, the show that brings you beneficial information about healthy aging, caregiving, and so much more. Every episode, we share the latest information about geriatric topics and have some fun along the way. Before we get started, we want to make sure that everyone understands this is an educational, conversational event. We aren't giving medical advice. Hello and welcome to the UAMS AgeWise podcast. My name is Vanessa Lee and I'll be your host. Today I'm joined with our outreach coordinator, Laura Spradley, for this discussion. She's going to be speaking with us about understanding dementia and Alzheimer's disease. First of all, Laura, can you give us a big picture of aging in Arkansas? 16 to 17% of Arkansans are of age 65 or older, okay? And Arkansas ranks 10th in the nation for the percentage of persons over the age of 60 and with half of those living in rural areas. As we all know, we are a rural state. 14% of Arkansans, um, 60 years or older, are living below the poverty level. And then one in four adults in Arkansas are also caregivers, okay, which means they're helping take care of someone in Arkansas. And they are 60% of these caregivers are women, okay? And a lot of times this caregiving takes them away from their job or they have to work reduced hours. Caregiving is a huge undertaking. More than 40% of caregivers in Arkansas are providing unpaid care to a loved one with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Okay, so that's a lot of caregiving going on. Can you talk to our listeners about the normal brain and aging? An individual as we age is going to experience a slower recall. Uh, We will forget parts of an event. I know I forget certain things, but I don't forget the entire event. Okay, I might just forget where we were when that happened or what, what time of year it is, but I will remember the event in general, okay? Part of normal aging is we're we're still able to follow um, spoken and written instructions, okay? But it might be a little bit more difficult. We might need more quieter place to focus if we're learning something new. We need a few less distractions. We need less noise. As we tell our families, please be quiet. I'm trying to concentrate. I'm trying to read these instructions, okay? But we still are able to follow written and verbal instructions, okay? Our capacity to learn stays intact. It just might take us a little bit longer to absorb whatever new thing it is that we're trying to learn. That's the normal brain and aging, okay? Let's talk about what is dementia then, okay? Dementia is an overall term for conditions characterized by personality changes, a decline in your memory, uh, language skills, problem-solving skills, and other thinking skills that affect your ability or the person that you think may have dementia, their ability to perform everyday activities and remain independent, okay? So it's, it's affecting their life and their independence, okay? These conditions are caused by abnormal brain changes and the inability of the brain cells to communicate with each other. They're just not able to reach each other, and this is due to plaque buildup and things that happen when we get dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Memory loss is just one example of what happens. Alzheimer's is the most common type of dementia that you will hear about. About 60 to 80% of people that are diagnosed with dementia will actually have Alzheimer's disease. That's why we hear so much about Alzheimer's disease in particular. Symptoms of dementia vary greatly from patient to patient, but some examples can be short-term memory loss, like I said before, that disrupts your daily life. You go to the store, you actually really cannot remember what you want in there to purchase. You cannot backtrack your steps to even find your car once you're done shopping, those kind of things. 
um, you have a lot of difficulty keeping track of your purse or wallet to the point where you, you just don't even want to be left alone with your purse or wallet. Okay. It's affecting your daily abilities to use your money. Um, you just don't pay attention to paying bills. Okay. Um, your planning and preparing of meals really doesn't happen anymore. Thank you, Laura. And can you tell us the risk factors for Alzheimer's disease and what the modifiable risks are? Well, as we know, we're all going to age, good Lord willing. So age is the number one risk factor. And with increased age, okay, is, a, is age is the greatest risk factor for an individual to develop Alzheimer's disease. The longer we live, the greater our chances are of getting it, okay? And the chances do double about every five years after the age of 65 that research has shown, okay? And then if you live to be 85, all right, you may develop uh, Alzheimer's disease because the chances increase nearly 50%, okay? Okay. Uh, and then we do have those very, very rare cases where Alzheimer's occurs in a 30 to a 50-year-old. Okay, but those are rare. What's another risk factor? Well, unfortunately, hereditary, and we can't control that, all right? But the risk is slightly higher if you have a first-degree relative, a parent, or a sibling that has Alzheimer's. And then there are these uh, gene mutations that um, only your doctor could explain to you. They're very scientific, but they are gene mutations, um, and they correlate to early onset Alzheimer's disease, okay? And those are the PS1, PS2, and APOE4 lipoprotein gene is correlated to late onset Alzheimer's disease, correlation to helping to reduce, okay? There is strong evidence that physical activity is very, very important in managing our cardiovascular risk factors. And so if we can keep our blood flowing and reaching our brain and being active, that's got to be a plus, all right? So we tell people regular physical activity and then managing your cardiovascular risk factors. If you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, try to work on those. Those are just good things to do. It's always good advice to eat a healthy diet, all right? Manage your diabetes, obesity, and if you're a smoker, try to quit. You can manage your hypertension. That's very important. So what are the different stages of Alzheimer's disease? The first stage is called early, early stages. Here's what you will notice if your loved one or yourself um, in early stages, memory loss and just general forgetfulness, um, some short-term difficulty concentrating or some type of disorientation. If you know the person really, really well, you'll notice some personality changes. They might have verbal difficulties in coordinating their mouth and speech movements. Then there's the next stage called the middle stages. And their short-term memory continues to get a little bit worse. They might have mood swings. They become time confused, and this usually results in some kind of sleep disturbances. And then um, you'll notice maybe change in their eating habits. Foods don't taste the same to them, or they're not interested even in eating or cooking, okay? And they become more socially dependent on you or a family member. They don't like it when you're not with them at an event. And then, of course, the last stages of Alzheimer's disease. This is where they require constant supervision and assistance. It's almost a necessity. Um, their short and long-term memory is very severely impaired. They might have very few words left in their vocabulary. Um, this is just the brain failing them. Um, they don't recognize family or caregivers or sometimes even themselves in the mirror. Bowel and bladder things uh, just stop working, so you'll have incontinence for bowel and bladder. You'll notice that their chewing and swallowing ability diminishes or is impaired. And then motor skills begin to um, decrease. Lori, can you give us some dementia-friendly communication skills? These are just good things for all of us to know since the aging population is here. We're, we're getting larger and larger, okay? So we want to know how to speak to these people that may have dementia. 
We're going to slow down our pace of speaking. We're going to allow time for the person that we're talking to to respond to us and to process what it is we just either said to them or if we ask them a question. Try to maybe um, ask shorter, simpler sentences and only ask one question at a time and then wait for their response, okay? And they say you really need to wait two minutes, okay? So give them plenty of time. Speak calmly and with an understanding voice. Uh, listen with your eyes and your ears and your heart. See if they're in pain or they're frustrated. So maybe something else is going on. That's why they're not able to talk to you. But use dignity and respect at all times. They can't help this. If they could, they would change it, but they can't, okay? They don't ever forget how you treat them. So smile, make eye contact with them. And if you can, like say they're in a wheelchair or sitting down, try to get on their eye level. It's just easier for them to see you because sometimes their vision may not be as well either, okay? Seek to understand what they're feeling and their reality. If it's 1964 and they're telling you it's 1964, then just go with that, okay? You're not going to win that argument if it's, if it's what they're telling you is their reality, okay? And if you've done something that they say is wrong or hurts them, apologize. And then we always try to tell people, redirect. Try to say, hey, would you like to help me fold clothes or help me fix dinner, those kind of things. So try to redirect whatever it is to get them involved with you and be part of the conversation or whatever's going on. Avoid arguments and don't embarrass them, okay? It's just not helpful to any anybody or either side, okay? If you are taking care of someone that has dementia, try to find some humor during the day. Um, people still love to laugh, so it's okay, all right? And then we find, we tell people, um, it's always good um, to reminisce with someone that has dementia. Their long-term memory is the last thing to go. So they do remember way, way back and they love to talk about it and reminisce with you. And again, it's just spending time with them. They're still the person that you grew up with and, and remember. Thank you so much for all of this helpful information. For those of you listening, I hope you learned something today from this discussion. And you can find more about understanding Alzheimer's disease and dementia at our website. Again, that's agec.uams.edu. If this is your first time tuning in, be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all the educational episodes we have planned. You can find all of the information about this episode and our social media handles in the show notes. I'd also like to invite you to leave a review or drop us a comment telling us what you'd like to see in the future. At agec.uams.edu, you'll be able to find free resources and programs that we offer. See you next time.